Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name is... It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast! Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your hosts, KJ and Ali Osatian. Hey Ali, what's up? Hi KJ, I am... Slowly recovering from Kenny's Eurovision party at the weekend. Um, oh, someone that that said earlier in the day that he would only go around for a couple of beers ended up getting home close to five a.m. Oh wow! How do you have the energy to do that at this age? I'm uh-huh. I'm younger than you, and I don't have the energy. I, okay, don't need to throw that fucking truth bomb in my face. Come on. Well, you're you're we're better. Peers. You're we're better peers. at handling. You're better at handling life than me, is what I mean. Oh, uh, yeah. You're the sleepiest human alive. <laughs> no, no. I'm the second sleepiest. Sandra is the sleepiest. Sandra. I'm the second sleepiest. But see, yes. Sandra doesn't yeah. keep normal hours. You try to keep normal hours, and you're still sleepy. And and I fail. I fail at it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. So, so how was the... So, okay. For someone who you understand has no what idea. Is. Yeah, okay. So, so I've watched a Eurovision movie with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't understand. Like Iceland, I, I don't know. Iceland should win every time. But for me, Eurovision is like, I don't know. It, it, it seems to me it's like different countries participate in this singing competition. And they sent their like best 
representatives, I think, and and then they have a sing off like American Idol or whatever. So is is uh, that essentially what it is? Kinda. Yeah, so there's I mean, I'm not like the biggest Eurovision fan going. I mean, but it is like a British institution, even though we're not in Europe. <laughs> oh yeah. But oh yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but weirdly Australia are in the Eurovision Song Contest, and I don't know why. I don't understand it. What the fuck? That makes no sense. Okay. So basically, so I did. I, I hadn't watched uh-huh. it in years, right? The last time I watched it was about like four or five years ago. So I was I wasn't uh-huh. up on the the latest rules. So when I when I used to watch it, we used to watch it when you were a kid, right, with your family, and um, what used to happen was it used to go around every country, and they used every every sort of delegate from the countries would vote. So you could either get between 12 and one point or zero points and it kind of goes through and all the uh-huh. delegates so it says and now we're going to norway and there's this guy from norway like hello eurovision we would like to give united kingdom 12 points and then you get the 12 points right um okay but then apparently they changed it like a few years ago where you have that which is the way that it used to be so the uk generally always got fucked because no one likes us right so we were always like <laughs> zero points or one point but then this year, um, we bloody, after the judges' votes, we were the top, we were the winners, right? And we're like, oh my God, are we actually going to win this for the first time in like 30 years or something? I don't know, a long uh-huh. time. And um, then the popular vote comes in. So it's all the people that vote, all like the people who Uh-oh. live live in Europe. So and I, like, I, we, think, <laughs> I think I know what happened here. <laughs> well, surprisingly, a certain country that's maybe going through a little bit of turmoil uh, did end up winning, even though their song was lackluster. <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> and it was Russia. No, it wasn't. <laughs> No, so, so <laughs> tell you something funny, right? So, we drink the vodka. <laughs> so, we're sitting in Kenny's house, and me and Jen are get you know how me and Jen get when we get together? We, we, yeah. get, we, oh, wind, we wind each other up, we get each other really excited about stuff. So, uh-huh. I was like, Jen, if we win, we're definitely going to Univision next year. So, I'm already looking at hotels, and we were so excited. Oh, my but, God. But then, no, but then we came second. But you know, that's fine. I mean, Okay. Ukraine deserved something, but my only thing is, is that, don't <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. But what happens with the Eurovision is is that when you win it, it means that the next year you host it in your country. Uh huh. Ukraine won it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just leave it there. <laughs> oh god! So that's so fucked up. I have Ukrainian friends. Um. <laughs> so you you. God. Ukraine won. Um, so you guys fall under the United Kingdom, I'm assuming, not Scotland, right? It was, yeah, of course. It was well, the, for UK. the okay. only, yeah, except from football in the Commonwealth Games, we're the United Kingdom. Oh, rugby as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's right. So it's so complicated. Yeah. Like everything has its own, like, set of rules. Nothing's, mm-hmm. like, standardized. So, yeah. so you, you guys came in second. Is there, like, a consolation prize? Um, extra cocaine at the after party <laughs> what so what what i don't understand is why can't you just fucking send like adele or ed sheeran or someone and like win every year well because i don't know i mean they have like um they have like heats and stuff like that so it's like a full-on competition so maybe like in every country uh-huh. there's like 20 people that apply for it 
and then it gets voted down and then there's like quarterfinals and semi-finals like for example Ireland didn't make it into Eurovision this year because they got put out in the semi-finals oh wow okay so how how long does this last like how long does it stand you're asking the wrong guy I'm I'm a casual viewer but I know that there's heats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then for the finals you're up to five in the morning just like what? No, I fucking mean, if, sing it mate i mean it finished at midnight <laughs> <laughs> kenny wow, did that thing imagine. where kenny did that thing where like so steve gunn had to work the next day so he went to bed at like 12 and then kenny did that thing at like three he's like i'm going to my bed now i'm not asking you to leave you can leave when you want Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it was okay so i guess heartbreaking for for but kj i do if you have not seen spain's performance right i recommend Uh that at some point today you go on youtube and you google spain eurovision 2022 and you will enjoy that performance tremendously for me i feel that they should have won it was so good um them or moldova okay oh moldova wow um sounds like a very interesting but you will enjoy the performance of the spanish song tremendously it's such a great performance really okay mm-hmm. i'll definitely check it out male male or female female of course okay i see where this i mean is you will re- you will really enjoy the performance <laughs> you'll really enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna check it out 100. Yeah. Uh, percent Yeah, uh, I I had a very interesting few days, Ollie. Oh so, wait, can I do the can I do the uh, thing? Can I do the? Hey, what did you go. get up to, KG? Oh, funny you should ask. <laughs> uh, I was <laughs> so I've been I've been working like a fucking donkey uh, the last few days Racist. or last few weeks really. Um, why I have donkeys in my family? Well, you what don't think fuck? donkeys have feelings? Uh, yeah, and they're in my family too, so I know how their feelings work. Okay, oh, okay. Ollie. Right. So, um, I social I've justice been, warrior. I've been, <laughs> uh, here's my keyboard. Don't make me use it. Uh, so I've been working since April 25th, with two days off till about two days ago. So I've not had a break. I'm like absolutely exhausted. And nice even the days. You. Got a nice color about you. Yeah, that's the sun. That's mm. the fucking sun, Ollie. <laughs> uh, the the one of the days that I was off, I had to go to Dubai for my brother's, like a dinner at my brother's in-laws for Eid. So it was just like nonstop stuff, right? And so I'm just like so. You look very tired. handsome in your traditional garb, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you very much, Kandora. That's, Kondora, that's you, you look lovely. Yeah. Very handsome. Um, the, what are the, there's a different word for it in the UK uh, that I don't seem to remember right now. Some of the J perhaps. Uh, but yeah, so so I, you know, went to the house. It was great. Uh, we were supposed to have dinner at, at our house. You know, it's kind of like a, hey, come over as well. You know, we'll go to your house and you come over to ours. So they, a bunch of them came over and I managed to just make it for, for a bit. And it was a good time. It was it was a lot of fun, uh, but exhausting, absolutely exhausting. And then it, it was G's birthday, so, so can, I can to... I just stop you there? Because I don't uh-huh. know if you can hear this noise in the background, but 
the, yeah. the, ga- the gardener has shown up, so I organised the gardener to come and trim my hedges. And he said, I'll be around Uh-oh. on Monday, probably the late afternoon. And he has, now, he has now showed up. So we, we'll persevere. I'll, I'll mute my microphone when I'm not talking. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my vacuum cleaner is also going off somewhere in my house. So, yeah, this should be a fun experience. Um, <laughs> I can hear it. So, it's so loud. Yeah, so... It's so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so we went to we went to Benihana for dinner. Um uh, oh, Teppanyaki, nice. Teppanyaki baby. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ollie and I were trying to figure out the spelling of Teppanyaki. Neither of us know it. So if you if you know how to spell Teppanyaki, please do tweet without us. Without googling it. You're not allowed to google it. Yeah, without googling. And then uh that'll be mystery hour rules for those few people who know that game. Uh, and then we, uh, what did we do? Oh yeah, we went to the water park, and that was a shit ton of fun. Now, we, can I ask a question the about park. the water park in Abu Dhabi? Is it outside or yeah, inside? Outside, obviously. Oh, okay. Indoor water park. That's insane. Why well, don't know? Maybe it's, too, a... maybe it's too hot. I mean, they have an indoor theme park here uh, in Dubai, so that's kind of crazy in itself. But yeah, uh, it's an outdoor water park. It was so much fun. We had a fucking blast. Uh, we were there from, I want to say about ten thirty in the morning till about five p.m. And we we were just like crushing on the rides. We went on this ride that looks like a toilet bowl, and it was so much fun. Uh, and yeah, so just a fucking fantastic day. Drove up to Dubai, uh, had dinner there, and then. Um, G wasn't feeling too good, so we came back a bit early. Too much and, water. Uh, yeah. It may have been the water. She also, she was so excited, so she got a slushy for herself. <laughs> and she drank the slushy, and she, she suspects that the slushy upset her stomach. So right. it could possibly be that. But yeah, we had a fucking great time. It was, it was so much fun. I am spent, completely spent. Yesterday Bloody was spent, the mate. first Bloody time... Spent. <laughs> Yesterday was the first time I spent the day in uh, at home mm-hmm. in in about three weeks, right. and I uh, yeah I'm I'm I was supposed to go into work like at five p.m. tomorrow my mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. but uh, I think I'm going at nine. I just got a message saying I have to be in at work at nine tomorrow, which I'm kind of upset about. So oh, no. yeah, I know I know. So yeah, um, that's been my time, Ollie. That's that's what I've been up to the last last few weeks. I'm sorry, uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> <So loud. laughs> it, does it sound well, really loud? Is it really loud? It's it's audible. It's oh, okay. definitely audible. Yeah, I don't know why you schedule. I can't, I can't. I can't go and tell him to go away. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. How long does he take? Well, I mean, fucking... my head is a really long. He said in a text message last night that he would be around in the afternoon. It is not the afternoon yet. He is early. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Um, hey, Ollie, there's only... Oh, I, I can hear you just fine, you know? Okay. It's the, it's, the, it's the best thing about the microphone that it doesn't pick up all the sound. So, it, oh, you know, cardioid. This what, is, a dream, what a dream cardioid is. This, this is exactly... I mean, I can definitely still hear him because he sounds like he's in your bum. Should but, we do some background you know. music for the podcast then to like drown him out? So, 
<laughs> I don't know if that would work because then it would be like an addition, additional effect or something. I don't know. But there's only one thing left to do, Ollie, and that's to put 30 minutes on that cock tick. Um, I'm going to assume you, you said 30 minutes on that cock and I'm going to say talk. <laughs> tick tock, boys. All right, so uh, let's kick things off with AEW Dynamite. I don't think we touched too much on Dynamite last week. Overall, a very good show, but also a very weird and confusing show, Ollie. I, I, I felt like it was a blast from the past. I, I, we, we start the show with Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. What? WrestleMania 12? <laughs> huh? Oh, it was tremendous. And, and you know, as... As is with real life, Shawn Michaels was triumphant, as he is most times over Bret Hart. <laughs> so, did they recreate the Montreal Screwjob? Because, you know, I mean, Bret Hart in this match tapped out to the sharpshooter, who was uh, the representative was, was Dax Harwood. Versus it's not Cole, very, you know? it's not very, like, it's the own heart tournament. Shawn Michaels should not be winning. Bret Hart should be winning. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, imagine, <laughs> imagine Adam Cole wins this whole thing. Doctor Martha, Martha, like, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? And it's like they need a part two to the Dark Side of the Ring, the AEW edition. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it's such a strange match. Why did why did I don't understand the sharpshooter being applied and and Adam Cole winning with a sharpshooter? What was the purpose of that? Yes, yeah, I mean. Shawn Michaels won, won a match once with a sharpshooter. I'm trying to remember, was it a Survivor Series he won? Survivor Series, I think it was in Canada, um, Montreal, Quebec, I think, Quebec, Montreal. Shawn Michaels won a, uh-huh. a match against Bret Hart, owner's brother, with a sharpshooter. Um, I think he won the world title as well with that sharpshooter. Also, um. also <laughs> if, if, if you think about it, Dax Harwood, not too long ago, came up with a story or came out with a story about Shawn Michaels and how Shawn, you know, like betrayed him and he opened up to Shawn and Shawn was making fun of him in front of his pals. And and then they run this match. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? Or, did you just not realize that it's going to be Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels? Like, that's exactly what we're watching. I mean, it was Adam, so strange. Adam Cole is the star, though, isn't he? Dax Harwood's a tag team wrestler. So you can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who do you think is winning this tournament, by the way? Um, let me look at the brackets. Ray Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I, I think it could be Adam Cole or if like Miro or Cesaro show yeah. up in the tournament. Yeah, I think right. I think so, they could be. Okay, it's definitely not Ray Phoenix. It's not going to be Kyle O'Reilly. Mm, Darby Allen. Oh no! Wait, Jeff Hardy beat him. He's, didn't he? he lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Je- so Jeff Hardy versus Adam Cole in the next round. I'm gonna think that maybe Adam Cole's gonna beat Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Most likely. although Jeff Hardy's the only one that wrestled um, Owen Hart in real life. Did he? Mm-hmm. Years and years ago. Are you sure? Because I think Jeff Hardy came about just no it after was, it was before Owen died, the right? before the Hardy Boys run. It was like um, yeah, a match on Superstars or something like that. Yeah, because I know Jeff wrestled as a jobber for a while, but yeah. okay, I've seen maybe the, I, have, I have seen the image. Ah, uh-huh. um, we also had uh, CM Punk versus John Silver. CM Punk 
is hated in Long Island, and I fucking love it. I well, love what, how much KD, he's hated. I've got a little it's complaint great. to make about this, right? And this Uh-oh. is another thing that AEW, if you can hear me over the loud uh, hedge cutting. We'll stop bringing attention to it. We'll be fine. I can't. It's, it's, it's right in my ear. It's like when you're talking in a microphone, you can hear your own voice. It's that kind of thing. Um, oh. So, after the fact, <laughs> someone from Wrestling. I wish you guys could see Ollie's face. Because he's just like, he's struggling so hard to concentrate. <laughs> It's so hard. It's just, so hard. Ollie's just picturing the way the hedge is being trimmed. <laughs> I'm just waiting till he gets... Can you see the tree that's at the window? Like, that's how, that's how yeah. tall it is. I'm just waiting until he gets to the yeah. window. And it'll be, like, <laughs> in the middle of something. Texas Chainsaw some massive. Yeah, so when... Um, oh, my God, what the fuck are we even talking about? Oh, yeah, that, the... the oh God! <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk Islanders the, the the jersey so someone from rtrwrestling.com had to explain it to us because we don't know anything about um, hockey and specifically that hockey jersey was a specific hockey jersey tailored to one yeah. player that abandoned the team years ago so it was a heel yes. hockey top even though to me it looked exactly the same as the one MGF wore so that was very confusing, and, and I feel like commentary name. commentary did not co- like reveal that to us, and we're just sitting here in the UK going, right? Why are they booing him? If that's that is that the Islanders team? Oh wait, maybe there's two teams in that city. Maybe that's like the Man City, and they're a Man United crowd, or but like maybe it's like that. But I'm actually not sure. So and again, excellent job at explaining stuff to your audience. AW, you're so good at that. Tremendous work. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a huge, huge fucking criticism of AEW where they don't explain shit, right? But um, I, I, uh, I, I've heard other podcasts talk about that, and they, there are people, Americans who didn't know, who don't follow hockey, had no idea what the fuck that was. I did some research myself, and it's that player as you described oh, wait, that think, left. Think of it that sentence though. I did research myself. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? Because like, ta- I was like, why can, did they start yeah. booing him? Exc- Excalibur it didn't make any sense. a thousand words a second. He could have just really quickly just explained it, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah, they should have done that. Now, my favorite and, part of the uh, match was when CM Punk was standing on the apron for, which seemed like 20 minutes, to try and muster up enough courage to do the buckshot lariat to John Silver. And I was like... <laughs> I was going, CM Punk, man, he's not going to do it because he's not the most athletic guy. Like, he's quite clunky, isn't he? And we, you, yeah. have to be, you have to be quite athletic to do this. It's literally like a, fl- a front flip over the rope into a clothesline. Like, good luck, Godspeed. Yeah. And to his credit, he hit it and it was class. Yeah, yeah. Good good on CM Punk with his... You know, he's not old, but he's, he's, he's definitely not going to execute these moves with the grace and elegance of a 25-year-old. So kudos to him. He he. It was slightly clunky, but hey, for his for his age and athletic, you know, prowess, he did a fucking great job. So good good on Punk. Um, Hangman Adam Page comes out and and sticks his hand out, or CM Punk sticks his hand out for a handshake, but Page gives him the finger. I don't understand why there's heat between these two, Ollie. It do, it doesn't make any sense to me. They, there's no explanation whatsoever. It's just like. Oh, you have a match against this guy? Okay, fuck you! I fucking hate you, bitch! It's like, uh... <laughs> what? 
Um, why, maybe because Hangman <laughs> slagged off Bret Hart and then Punk's getting really uppity about it. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's Punk at, is like, oh, oh, he's, he's, he's at the tree. Moving? He's at the tree. Yeah, he's at the yeah. Window. He's guys, at the window. He's, guys, he's at the tree. He's about why to break through the tree me, and like slice. Why don't, why don't you talk to me about um, something for a few minutes while, while he... <laughs> 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 Tell us what you thought of the MGF segment. Well, this man cuts this tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the MJF segment. I thought it was good. Ollie, what were your thoughts? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to the MJF segment, I want to talk about Dan House and Tony Nese. Uh, what the fuck? Tony Nese is the first jobber. The first person to ever get a jobber entrance and then win his match. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of professional wrestling where a jobber who didn't get the entrance has won the match. That That was unbelievable it just it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever and uh, i i don't get the purpose of danhausen i i don't understand is he is is he supposed to be in this like wacky tag team with with hook now and they're supposed to do like a a rock and sock connection kind of thing is that is that what they're going for is this just like uh oh my god ollie he's coming for you i can see him right behind you ollie ollie run ollie <laughs> he's He's right behind Ollie, so Ollie can't say anything right now. So uh looks like this is gonna be what I used to do for the Roped In podcast, just talk by myself. Hookhausen, um, talk about Hookhausen. Hookhausen, oh wow. That was uh, that that was some great input, Ollie. Thanks. Um Yeah, I, I don't There's know. There's a joke how there. About... There's a joke there. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about Hookhausen because like it's I guess I guess it's silly, I guess it's Fun. I'll, I'll see. I, the, uh, the whole build has been on rampage. So- <laughs> okay, I think he stopped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, quickly before he's back, uh, MJF and Wardlow, Ollie, double or nothing. You talk first before he comes back. Oh, he's fuck. Back. Um, MJF Wardle, uh, I loved the Ty Dillinger 10. I'm not going to whip you one time. I'm not going to say, and then you, he's built up. I was like, where's he going with this? It gets the 10 and Ty Dillinger goes over and he's like, 10. And he wouldn't even let right, Wardle yeah. talk. It was just tremendous. And the dark side of the ring video package before with Barry Horowitz. Yeah. Big pop in my house. Yeah. I was cackling. That's, yeah. that's one of the best things they've done in AEW like MGF's how come every single feud MGF is in is the best thing on AEW like literally every single time he's in a feud he is he's so good I think he's one of my favorite wrestlers he's just tremendous 100% he he definitely is one of my favorite wrestlers um he's he is just everything about him is so much fun he's he's wrestled just I think four or five times this year i think uh kenny and finn were talking about it and he's barely wrestled yeah he's got the this, roman reigns schedule year. so everyone's complaining about yeah. roman reigns like taking working a lesser schedule no one ever mentions that mgf barely wrestles on tv and most only wrestles pay-per-views yeah which yeah. is great because that's why we like him so much again less is more right so you you want to see him so much more when you don't get to see him a lot and that's that's exactly what's happening with MJF. He's just so much fun, and I'm absolutely loving everything with Wardlow. I think Wardlow is being presented so well because just everything everything about Wardlow is like, yes, please, 
beat the shit out of MJF, and everyone's rooting for the right people in this, you know. And and I think the Long Island thing was done really well, where MJF is so popular in Long Island, like he he can't get booed. He just can't get booed because people love him in Long Island. So it's like it's like Bret Hart in Canada. It's just it's it's great. I fucking love it. Um, yeah. And uh, any anything else you want to add to that? You know, we, we talked about Ty Dillinger showing up and stuff. So I really that, enjoyed that Wardlow really nice. just beating the shit out of everyone, and then he caught MJF, and oh, it was so good. It's just it was just one of the perfect build segments. It was just everything was done really well. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Um, and yeah, so we have, um, I, I don't even know if we should talk about the, the Jericho Appreciation Society and, and the, <laughs> the sunburn that Eddie Kingston had on his face <laughs> because he comes out <laughs> from behind <laughs> and he just looks like he was, he got burnt by like a hot iron or something. Oh, it was, it was so, so bad. I, I appreciate, appreciate, I appreciate that the camera work the director and AEW didn't zoom in on the makeup job they just shot it from a yeah. wide angle because zooming in on that shit wouldn't do any favors considering the fireball yeah. went on his head so yeah yeah it was that that fire was pretty hot ollie but not as hot as tony storm versus jamie hater and then finally we had our main <laughs> event <laughs> which was what has happened to darby tony allen storm? since tony storm left wwe she's went from like an eight to a ten like what happened? I don't know. I don't know. There were those vignettes of her running on the beach. I think that's what's that's what's happened. She's gorgeous. My God. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah. So Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy was the main event in a. Uh, I I checked the stipulation, Ollie, and uh, people are confusing it with the, every. Everyone says it's it's anything goes. I think uh, the stipulation actually was one of us needs to go. <laughs> and uh, that's that's how the match was have you, contested. Wait, did you did you write that joke on Thursday? And if you went to, see I it? actually did. I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of the match until just now, and I was like, oh, this works. So <laughs> yeah, Darby Allen, Jeff Hart. Darby Allen is a crazy motherfucker Jeez. in like the best way possible. But I'm actually fearing for his life. I'm just like, this guy's gonna fucking kill himself. He's gonna die. It why? Is why did he have to? Oh. Like, if they'd put tables instead of chairs, you would have still got the same thing out of it, and it would have been so much safer. Why did he want to jump off that ladder onto onto chairs? I honestly, I uh, that guy's gonna get a broken neck really quickly if he doesn't sort himself out. But he doesn't care. He almost like he wants. Doesn't. He almost wants the broken neck to say that he's got it. I, I think he's he's one of those people. What are they called? The the ma- is it masochists who who like inflicting pain upon themselves? Um, I can't I can't remember the, the terminology, but there are I mean, people like who a, like get he's off straight on edge, pain. though, isn't he? he? He's he doesn't take pills or anything. Doesn't do medication. Um, so he's just, yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe he just likes the pain. He's a complex yeah, young and- man. I've heard him in interviews saying that he. Um, he doesn't plan on having a long wrestling career. Like he wants to be retired by forty. <laughs> you know, you're going to make it to forty. Keep wrestling like that, mate. Forty. <laughs> yeah. He's twenty-five. How the fuck? Like he's he's not gonna make it to or forty. Or maybe it was no thirty. Way. Maybe it was thirty. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe yeah, thirty makes more sense. Um, but he is fucking mad. The way he jumps off the ladder, you know, like you could see people. They'd be like, okay, I got to do this, and then I just do that, and 
and I, I should land. And this guy just is like, you know, he's up, he looks at the crowd, he looks down and jumps. Like, there's there's no pause to, to adjust his angle, nothing, you know? And and he's he's gone, just uh, fucking um, leaping off the tallest ladder yeah. I've ever seen. Jeff Hardy, though, he just looks done in, but he he's not got much gas left in the tank, I think. They could have built this to be like a big pay-per-view match between the two, because everyone always compares Darby Allen to Jeff Hardy. But I, I reckon that... Yeah. They're talking to Jeff backstage and being, being, um, you know, Jeff. He's not got much left in the tank. Maybe we should have this match now where we can, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Jeff. The problem with Jeff and Darby in this match is they're both at very different points in their careers. Where, yeah. uh, actually, maybe with the way Darby's going, maybe they're at the same point in their career. Where they're just gonna fucking <laughs> yeah, end at the same yeah. time. <laughs> he might retire before Jeff. Who the yeah. fuck knows? But but Jeff is, I mean, the way he's going about, you know, uh, uh, with these spots and stuff. I don't think Jeff putting Jeff versus Darby Allen was a mistake in hindsight because it kind of accentuates how Jeff can't do the same things anymore. He did that great spot where he did the swanton on the steps and then moved, and then Darby moved, and then he just took the the brunt of the the fall on his back. Which which was decent. I have to give him credit for that. But it's still he doesn't move with the grace he used to, and that's because of his age, and and that's normal. You, now here's know? a question: See, like a couple of years ago, the pandemic era, when it was in the Thunderdome, and he was doing that feud with Sheamus. Oh he, God, that bar still, fight! He was still moving pretty well then, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's more he's, of a he's, recent he's, thing. It's been a really recent decline, like a big drop off recently that I've noticed. Because I think he was busy with, like, um, music and stuff once WWE was like, all right, you know, you're fired. And he was like, all right. I don't think he was training much because, to be fair, at that age, you're like, oh, do I need to train? I've been doing this for so long. I know I know how to do this, like, inside out. But when, when we saw him at Shenanigans, he was signing fucking autographs for so long, you know? And we were like, oh, he look, was, Jeff Hardy still a, got in him to stand. He was having a good time at Shenanigans. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let's, <move on. laughs> uh, let's talk about WWE for a bit. We've got 12 minutes. Um, Raw was a very interesting show. Raw is the better of the two between you know, SmackDown and Raw. Uh, we had a title match to kick us off. RK Bro versus Street Profits. How many fucking times are the Street Profits going to get title shots all in and lose? I love the finish. The RKO out of nowhere from Riddle. Yeah. I thought it was tremendous. Yeah. I, I reckon... I reckon that RK Bro are in this weird situation where I don't think that the plan was to make them this over babyface tag team as as over as they are, but turns out that they are just the most over people in the company on the babyface side, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they planned on that. And WWE's instant thing that they love to do when tag teams get over is break them up, right? That's what they always do. Yeah. I just yeah. hope that they don't do that with RK Bro and they keep them together for like say another year and then they actually become legitimate main event tag team and they main event pay-per-views as a tag team especially if Roman's not going to be there I think they've got enough charisma and I think that they're over enough that they could be the headline pay-per-view the same way that DX used to see the DX reunion when Sean and Triple H got back together and they were headlining pay-per-views as DX I think RK Bro yeah. Could be on that level as long as they keep 
with them and keep the momentum up and keep them going. And instead of making them face the Street Profits or established tag teams, they maybe face like, uh, just picking this out there, probably not, but like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, for example, like that kind of tier of opponent rather than Street Profits or Los Lotharios or that kind of thing. Yeah, but then uh, I I see what you're saying. How that would mean that WWE would need to start establishing way more teams, and and they they don't have that as of now. That I like your idea because if you think about the DX reunion tour, uh, that were tour reunion, uh, they were they were facing people like Legacy, just people coming up, and you know, rated RKO was like one notable tag team mm-hmm. but then you had big show and jericho which was also kind of like make jericho was good but you know big but, they, show but even then they were, they were putting their sort of upper upper to upper mid card to main event stars and those tag teams to face dx right it wasn't that dx were facing like uh god um what's that guy but then they they but then they did that that triple Lance threat Kane as well where... <laughs> That's oh god <laughs> jeez that was a Jesse rough and, one. Jess, Jesse and Festus. Oh my god! All, Jesse all and them, Fe- all them, that era. <laughs> ding ding ding! <laughs> 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 oh look, it's Eugene's cousin. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> wasn't it like someone was was drugging him, which is why he was. Because that's what CM Punk said. He was like under the influence of drugs, and that's why he was biscuits like, and gravy. Fucked up. Oh my god, that was so fucked up. Um, yeah, so the, I mean, there there are potential legs there. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns would be a fucking. I think we need to stop right thinking now. about Roman Reigns for a while, which is why I'm saying RK Bro should be pushed as the top thing in the company because Roman's not going to be there. Well, Roman, there was this report recently that everyone sort of misunderstood. I think um, it's it's. Roman said that, oh, I'm not going to see you guys, you know, and like, uh, thank you all for blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, my God, Roman's going to retire soon. And it's it's only that he's working uh, a less heavy schedule so like Mel- on the Meltzer house circuit. Broke it, Meltzer broke it down. He's basically on the Brock Lesnar schedule. So he's not going to wrestle. Yeah. On, he's not going to wrestle on TV. He'll wrestle on pay-per-views. Um, but and he'll be on certain TVs to build the pay-per-views, but almost like the way Lesnar was. So after right. keeping both. The difference when Lesnar did that, though, was that Lesnar was the WWE champion or the Universal champion. We had another world champion, whereas right now we don't. So that's why I'm saying, because we don't have a world champion to build pay-per-views around, that's fine if Rowan wants to be the undisputed champion and he's only going to be around occasionally. Let's make RK-Bro the big attraction so they can headline the pay-per-views and defend their tag team titles while, while Roman is still the Universal and world champion. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I think they're building towards uh, the unification, anyways, as they did on SmackDown. So it seems as though that's where we're going, which and should if, be fine. And if, and if um, my prediction comes true and Cody wins the Money in the Bank and then challenges Roman for the WWE title, then that that'll be tremendous. Because I reckon yeah, you can no, build I, a company I, around around uh, Cody. You could, I'm sure you could, and 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 it would definitely work. So, and if there, he there he wants to bring back the people. winged eagle, KJ, if he brings back the winged eagle, I'll cream my pants. <laughs> yeah, that I I don't know if that will happen, but if it does, oh, that would be fucking even great. like a hybrid version. Uh, like, say they bring it back, but they make it bigger or something. I'm into it. 
<laughs> what like a the the letter W with wings? No, but it's like remember when the Universal t- the undisputed championship first came out? Your favorite belt ever? It was really small when Hulk Hogan had it, and then yeah. when JBL yeah. got it, they like almost like stretched out in Photoshop and made it bigger, like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, let's let's move on uh we had uh you know this budding rivalry between two former tag team partners Liv morgan and rhea ripley and suddenly uh once you know rhea ripley has joined the judgment day uh she is now unstoppable and she squashes well not squashes per se but she she finishes Liv morgan in quick fashion only in under five minutes Liv morgan tapped out to her standing cloverleaf finisher that was interesting. Um, and, and it seems as though we're building towards like a sort of hybrid bullet club thing with Liv Morgan, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor versus the Judgment Day at Hell in a Cell. What do you I make of you, that? I tell you, KJ, I didn't even watch that match. I was fixated on Edge's new hairdo, KJ. That's all I was caring about. Uh. <laughs> what do you think of he it? He is such a handsome bastard. Such a handsome bastard. He looks so uh, much he, younger. He looks way better. He does. It's you know his mat. I was I noticed it for the first time when he came back after the tricep injury, um, after backlash. His hair was like frizzy, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on with his hair?" Yeah. Um, but now with the haircut, the Austin Theory haircut, I am interested. He, though KJ, I really want to know what it looks like when he's like mid match, when he's like ten minutes into a match and he's sweating, <laughs> and what is the hair gonna be like? I really I need to see that. I don't think it looked bad because you could just like comb it down. But it's weird. Edge with long hair is like the edge, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. it is this just gonna take a little bit of getting used to, I guess. Uh but yeah, so what do you what do you make of the intergender six person tag team match at Hell in a Cell? I'm into the club versus the judgment day. Yeah, why not? Uh-huh. I would, I, think, I would I like, uh, I would like this Champa thing to happen because I worry for Champa. <laughs> yeah, but they can't add Champa anytime soon, right? Because they just like Damian Priest uh, aligned himself with Edge at WrestleMania, and then the next pay per view, Rhea Ripley, and then what? At the next pay per view, Champa, like three yeah, pay per views in Champa's a row. Champa's with Mustafa Ali. It's not, it's not gonna go well. No, I think that's a one pay-per-view kind of thing, and then they move on. It's nice that you um, think that it's going to be on a pay-per-view. <laughs> I mean, like, I, what I mean is like a four-week run is, is what I meant. Um, but what's not going to be a four-week run, Ollie, is Alexa Bliss. She's back, baby. She's back. Oh, it was so good to see her oh. back. That, I didn't see and- the doll. I blocked the doll out. The doll wasn't there for me. But the goddess was back. <laughs> this is what you said, KG. You were like, imagine, Royal Rumble, number 30. The goddess returns. Yeah. It's not creepy, spooky, stupid bitch. It's actual Alexa Bliss, and she's back. <laughs> I'm so happy. Honestly, some pop. I, I texted you because I don't know if you've seen it, and I was, what did I say? I was like, Raw is so good, you need to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're like i'm buzzing or something like that and and i hadn't watched it yet and then i watched it i was like oh shit here she is alexa bliss and uh she's you know she's looking fucking great she's um the the the, the doll thing i hope it doesn't last because she comes out with the, the doll i think oh, the doll thing is purely a merchandise thing at this point right you think so 
Yeah. They probably yeah, have made so many of them thinking they were going to sell loads of them and she's not been on TV to push it. As long yeah, as she doesn't think... start talking to the fucking doll again. If she just carries it to the ring and it's there, that's fine. But don't make it part of things. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Also, does um, Alexa Bliss, does she still have beef with Charlotte? Because Charlotte destroyed the original doll. Is that going to be a thing when Charlotte comes back? Oh, yeah. Remember, she, ha- been... remember she had the mento in her mouth and it didn't fizz up and it just yeah. like she was having a, like a, a Trevor extra strong mint. <laughs> She looked like she was chewing on a cotton ball. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> um, Aldi, as a Scotsman, I, I need to ask you, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, uh, is that a tag team that you're looking forward to? If they stop the Nikki Ash thing and she goes back to Nikki Cross, and if they let uh, Dewdrop be called uh, Piper Niven, then I'm into it. All right, yeah, I, I completely agree. Let's talk about SmackDown real quick. Uh, there was an open challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez, or Raquel Rodriguez, I should say, who answered the, the challenge. Ronda Rousey is back. By the way, this is supposed to be our Backlash review, right? I just realized. Oh, shit. <laughs> we didn't talk about Backlash. <laughs> Backlash. I thought Backlash was class. We have it a minute and 15 Seth seconds. Seth and Cody um, was so yeah. good. Charlotte and Ronda was tremendous. Um, I love the main Sa- event. Charlotte Ronda was 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 the night. It was the match of the night for me personally. Right. I think Ronda Rousey is finally showing glimpses of of why we loved her. Happy and, Mother's and, Day, bitch! You know, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. I was hoping you'd say that, bitch. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> she loves that word. She just I, needs like a a t shirt that says that now. I um, really enjoyed Cody. Yeah. Cody and Seth. And also, we didn't talk about Cody and had his first title match in WWE and he almost won it and then Seth screwed him. I think they're going to have a third match. Yeah, no, 100%. They're building towards a third match. I do want to talk about quickly uh, the, the pilmanizing of, of Madcap Moss uh, on SmackDown. I thought that was fucking great. I, I mean, this this feud is terrible. But, but Corbin dropping the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal fucking trophy on... That's a mouthful. Dropping it on... Uh, Madcap Moss's neck through the chair was was fucking awesome. We have 15 seconds. All the um um uh, what else was uh the, the taxi? 10 seconds. Uh, have you seen the TikTok? Have you seen the TikTok with them? Uh, have you seen the TikTok with Roman Reigns and, and they're watching the guy come out and he's like African or something? Oh yeah, that was they, really good. And then they're yeah. all laughing at it. It's really funny. That was really good. And, and uh, Bloodline and uh, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Times up, bitches. I caved under the pressure, Ollie. I yeah. caved under the pressure. I did too. I also <laughs> caved under the thing that I realized that um, I don't have the potluck music queued up. So <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we didn't get to talk about the, the women's breakout tournament in uh, on NXT. Oh, and no. There's, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. Um, you know, uh, we, we, won't, we won't discuss all that. Uh, however... Uh, you know, I, I don't know how you feel, but I just want a quick question, Ollie. I know we're over time, but uh, you, you know, you're a big Tiffany Stratton fan, uh-huh. and uh, she's she's going out with uh, Grayson Waller, I think, right? How do you feel about that? Tremendous. I I, I watched the, I watched a little <laughs> bit of NXT, um, so I enjoyed them. Um, I enjoyed that little vignette, but I mean, after the first match, it took such a nosedive. But it gives Tiffany right. something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got a text uh, message from the gardener saying that's the hedges the hedges are being have been done. That's it completed. Oh. 
Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. So. Perfect. Perfect in, in time. Just in for... time for the part of our podcast that has music in the background. That's right. <laughs> it's time for a little bit of the potluck. That that's you, Ollie. Yeah, I know. Give me a minute. Jeez. So much stuff going on. Oh god. <laughs> Why don't you do this before the fucking I do podcast? Do it, but Ollie? it wasn't it wasn't the volume wasn't turned up. Look at that. This is this is what you're dealing with, folks. Listen now, right? Do it again. Ready? I said, <laughs> it's now time for a little bit of the potluck. Ooh, potluck! Somebody call Mama. Somebody call Mark McEwen. No, that didn't work. Mark McEwen. Uh, it's been discussed elsewhere, but let's go for it. Health and safety in wrestling. Should referees hold ladders for talent? Um, I I think yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather the referee hold the the ladder for the wrestler and they not die, as opposed to, you know, uh, the wrestler dying. Ollie, oh, how, yeah. how do you feel Ab- about this? Absolutely, referee should be holding the ladder. Yeah, 100%. I got no mm. problem with that. I mean, there's other ways of doing it as well. But, uh, and, and uh, you know, people are criticizing that you can see the referee holding the ladder down for Darby Allen. And uh, you can see the referee, like, yelling at him, telling him not to do it, and then holding the ladder down just in case he jumped. So I, I'm fine with it. No, do you know what I, I hated? I worse? noticed. You, you know what I think's worse, KJ, is so say they uh-huh. take the da- the Danhausen match for sure. So when when Tony Nese was setting his finisher on him, then Danhausen was in the middle of the ring, and then he crawled over and put himself in the corner and set himself up right for the next hit, and it looked so fake. I've got more of a problem with that looking unnatural than a referee holding a ladder so someone doesn't break their neck. A hundred percent, yeah, because it's such an unnatural way to sit, like in the corner turnbuckle like yeah. that. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I definitely just, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying because that's that doesn't feel natural and it, it looks bad. Um, but like, I mean, if you think about like one of the most famous ladder spots was Edge and Jeff Hardy with the spear at WrestleMania. Um, you know, you you think back to it, you don't remember the referees holding the ladder for Edge to jump, you know. Because you can kind of see them at the wide shot, but I, you know, it's it's not a big deal. So I'm sure people in in a month's time even will talk about Darby Allen being crazy and almost killing himself, you know, with with his spine almost cracking in half on Jeff Hardy, but uh, no one's gonna really remember the referee. So yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. If if you can do it discreetly, all all the better. But if you can't. I'd rather the wrestler be safe. I think if you're watching a uh, match, I think if you're watching a match and you're focusing on the referee and you're not paying enough attention to the match, the only, the only sort of part of that that I don't agree with is Audrey. What's her name? Uh, Audrey Hepburn. No, oh, the, <laughs> the, the the girl referee. Uh, Edwards. Audrey Edwards. Uh, Aubrey Edwards. Aubrey Edwards. Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey she, Edwards, yeah, she's no, too an, she's too animated. Even Kenny's mum thinks that she's distracting that she's mentioned her. She makes it too much about herself, and I just I whenever she's uh, refereeing a match, I'm always like, oh no, I hate that chick. Whereas the female one in WWE, the Edge likes, you never even know she's there. She's a great referee. Yeah, the the one who kind of looked like Ronda Rousey for a bit. Yeah, 
the yeah i know what you mean um yeah uh, i i agree referee's job is to be uh in the mix but kind of like you know the john cena thing you need to be camouflaged in the ring somehow um but it is what it is uh rory mcnellis uh, is the FTW title the most pointless thing in wrestling? And in brackets, he says, Ricky Starks on commentary on Rampage comes close. <laughs> uh, I like Ricky Starks on commentary. He doesn't add too much. I understand. I, I don't watch enough of Rampage to be able to tell. However, uh, FTW or 24-7, which one's like more pointless? I mean, I loathe the 24-7 title. Like I actually loathe it. Whereas when it's the FTW title, I I just I don't I don't care anything. I don't have any feelings towards it. It's just oh, this is the FTW title. Cool. So yeah, if, what's the if point of if it's what I hate the most? It's the twenty four seven. What's the most pointless? At least the twenty four seven has a sort of purpose, whereas the FTW title doesn't have a purpose. So yeah, agreed. True. 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 Uh, Oliver Drake, Darby Allen jumped off a big ladder on dynamite. What's the highest thing you've jumped off of? Uh, <laughs> well, you go first, Ollie. Um, probably a ski jump, like a twenty-five foot ski jump. Ooh, okay. Scary. That's, that's interesting. So you come down the hill um, and you go off the twenty-five foot ski jump, and there's this big trampoline—not uh, trampoline, big sort of bag at the bottom that you land on. This huge big trampoline so you come off it and you fly up in the air you can do well people better than me do like somersaults and backflips and stuff i mean i just literally went up like that and like landed and you land on the trampoline so that you don't break your legs and by landing on the the snow so yeah it was very scary but very fun all they used to be a ski instructor folks so you know just so you know uh i I don't remember the highest thing I've jumped off of. Like, I've done a zipline thing in St. Lucia, which was pretty cool. Have I didn't you really been jump skydiving off. KJ? I have not, no. Oh. Skydiving is very popular here, but I've, I've never been skydiving. Uh, I'd love I'm, to go skydiving. fucking would you petrified. Not? Oh, really? Would you not like it? I, I, I'm so scared. The thing is, G is really scared of heights, but uh-huh. she she did the skydiving thing. For, for her 25th birthday and it was like a thing and it's her it's gonna be her sister's 25th birthday now in a, in a few days and she's like encouraging her to go for skydiving as well so i i I'd, i do want to do it but i'm scared shitless but yeah i'm sure the adrenaline will be really like you know i'd love to do out. it i'd love to do it but i think i'm too big i mean there there's all sorts of people that do it over here all sorts of people, so it's not it's not a big deal, really. I tell you what um, I'd do. I tell you what I'd do if I lived in your neck of the woods. I'd get on one of those jetpacks. They look so fun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's the probably water, right? twenty grand or something for ten minutes, but it looks so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, the, I think controlling that is pretty tricky, but yeah, I know people who've done it. It, it, it seems great. Um, the the one of my most like memorable jumps was uh, I was I was I may have told the story before on on Pot of Thunder, but uh, I was chasing this kid when I I was like I think thirteen what, like Jimmy, or Jimmy twelve style. No 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 I, I was I was a kid myself. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> but I was I was I think thirteen maybe fourteen and there was this like eight year old kid who wanted to play like catch with us or something, 
And uh, I was like, nah, you know, you're too small. We'll catch you. And my friend's like, let him play. Whatever. He's a kid. This kid was fucking lightning. Like, Speedy Gonzalez so fast, right? And he fucking just ran and zipped everywhere. So I was like, nah, I'm going to catch this fucking kid and show him that he can't play with the big boys. And we, we jump, we, we like ran up this little enclosure kind of thing that had these rusty stairs and or not even stairs, really. There were steps and I go to the top and he's like, I've cornered him and he dodges me, goes down the steps about like four steps and jumps. And I was like, if he can do four, I can do six. <laughs> and I jump down six steps and I land on the side of my ankle and oh, I tore no. all the ligaments, <laughs> tore all the ligaments on my Shit. left ankle, and I never caught that kid till today. It's like the thing that I wish I could have done. Did you uh, have to get a just cast? Fucking... Yeah, it was wrapped up and everything. So that fucking little shit. And then here's my mom. Right, this is my mother who loves me. Uh, as soon as like I get home, my friends are like carrying me, and <laughs> my mom looks at me and she's like, "We're flying in two days." And I was like, seriously, you're not like, oh my god, my poor baby, what happened? No, we're flying in two days. What the fuck did you do? I was so fucking mad. I was so mad. But did yeah, you, so did you fly um, in the end? Yeah, I think we may have pushed the flight back like a few days, but were you on no, crutches? I think maybe it was. Uh, yeah, I was on crutches for a bit. Um, so, do you want to know a Scottish yeah. word that you haven't learned before? I'll tell you this. Oh so, yeah, yeah, go you, on for a cast. So a cast, you have a cast, uh-huh. like, an arm on your leg. In Scotland, it's called a stucky. Stucky? Yeah, stucky. Stucky, okay, yeah. cool. A stucky? We stucky. We stucky. Oh, let me sign your stucky, son. <laughs> I'm learning more Scottish from all the TikToks you send me now. <laughs> uh, James Wolford, how would you fix the AEW women's division? Oh, that's easy. You buy the WWE one. <laughs> um, yeah, don't don't feel pressured to feature it when you don't have the talent there to feature it. Don't be like, don't yeah. listen to this. The people online going, oh, they don't give the women enough time. Feature the good women so that when it's featured, people go, oh, this is pretty good, rather than putting on shit women and it's shit and people don't want to see it. That's man, you're you're. You're right because with the women's division in AEW, they they're trying to make sure that people don't criticize them for the mistakes WWE made, but at the same time they're exposing the women for how poor they are. It's a double-edged sword in, in uh-huh. some senses where damned if you do, damned if you don't. But yeah, I think just, it's a mistake uh, to have two women's titles. Real big mistake. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They shouldn't have done that. But. The depth isn't great. They need they need people like Ember Moon. You know, it's a good. The Tony Storm's yeah. a good get. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a very controversial question. Nia Jax should AEW hire Nia no. Jax? No. No. Fuck Nia Jax. Yeah. Um. She's yeah. she's a <laughs> uh, just from her politics. Fuck Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Wilford also asks if you had to pick uh, someone, who are you picking for Ric Flair's return match? So for people who may not know, <laughs> Ric Flair is like training at seventy-three years old for a return match. Um, how about Jimmy Superfly Snuka? 
So I heard that he was teaming with uh, FTR to face the Midnight Express. Oh my god. No, no. Not the Midnight no. Express, the Rock and Roll I, Express. I don't know. I, I One of the Expresses. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could care less about Ric Flair, honestly. I fucking hate Ric Flair. He, yeah, um, like, man, do you know... Oh, I can't say that on a podcast. I'll tell you that after. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mark Mark McEwen also asks, uh, "Will there be any roast activities in Cardiff?" Like, what's Cardiff? Like a roast? I don't know. In Cardiff. Oh, Clash at Cardiff. the Castle! Cardiff. Clash at the Castle. Aye, Cardiff. Sorry, I had, sorry, I had the brain fart. Um, roast activities? Yeah. No, because KJ doesn't live in the UK. He lives in um, UE. So yeah. No, there might be something. There might be some ITR thing, but maybe not. But maybe. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Bradley <laughs> on the Mania podcast. It sounds like you weren't a fan of the Janelle Springbreak show. What did you not like snout about it? It normally gets pretty good reviews. Who's this um, from? This question. Stephen Bradley. Oh, right. So, Steve Bradley, um, it wasn't that I didn't like it. It's that I didn't watch it because you couldn't buy an alcoholic drink. <laughs> I went home. So, I did. I I entered the building. I went to the bar. They told me this was at midnight. We'd been out at shenanigans before. I went up to the bar. They said, no, the bar is closed. I said, we have just arrived here. When is this on till? They said, 4 a.m. I said to Steve Gunn, let's go home and get a pizza. So, that's what happened. Yeah. So, it's not that... Uh, Ollie wasn't a fan. Ollie just wasn't there. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I enjoyed it only because Jen and I were together and Jen and I were just having a good time with it. So, I personally had a good time. I, I would have stayed for the whole show. But, uh, yeah, other people did but not you enjoy even it. Think... A, you couldn't even buy a water, KJ. Yeah, I, I didn't really care because I enjoy things sober, right? So... For me, it's like, oh, I'm sober. I don't care as long as as long as I'm not dehydrated. That's that's fine. But yeah, uh, I had a, I had a good time. I, I enjoyed it. So uh, again, we we made it fun. So that that was it. Uh, Anthony Fitzpatrick, what would your Eurovision song of choice be? Hashtag Ooh Potluck. Ooh Potluck. Eurovision. Um, Get Low by Lil John. Now, what was From that the song? window to the wall. What my? What was that song? As the sweat dripped down my balls, all <laughs> these bitches crawl. All skeet skeet, motherfucker. All skeet skeet, goddamn. What was the song yeah. that I sent you with the dog? The Indian song, and it's the dog with the turban. The, the dog song. with the turban. Yeah, I sent you it on Instagram. I don't remember. Ollie, when you talk about sending me stuff on Instagram, I'm not thinking of the dogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember the Indian song. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> you'll need to find it again. But yeah, what would your Eurovision song choice be? Um, song of choice be? It would be... It would be... Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like... Smack my ass like a drum. Vagina. Oh. Vagina. <laughs> That's my vagina. <laughs> uh, if Anthony also asks, how would you book the Hardy's retirement? I'd go down the route of 
title versus career in a ladder match with the Bucks of Youth. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, you could also just have, you know, one more ladder match for Jeff Hardy and he would be forced into retirement. And, and that's how you book it. Just or, put him yeah. in one more ladder match. Or you could get Christian and Bubba Ray Dudley versus um, the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't get Edge or Devon because they work at WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, Devon's in no condition to wrestle. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Bubba, <laughs> Bully Ray and Christian Cage. But, that, Christian, you know, that yeah. tag team that we all... That we yeah. all always wanted. My God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, our final bit of potluck is brought by Robert Fletcher. Which wrestler should Sally Field portray in a biopic of their life? <laughs> Sally Field. Well, Why that is, Sally that Field? That is easy. The answer is Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> There's an astounding similarity in the looks too. <laughs> Jet black hair. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, good. That's great. Oh, that, um, that, so was, yeah, that, was, that's, that was potluck of the week, that one. I like that. that was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's the potluck from our side, folks. Um, hope you're full. Um, if you enjoyed this, please do check out our Patreon, itrwrestling.com dot com forward slash patreon bonus content like pot of thunder pay-per-view reviews original recipe and much much more wrestling roast merch is also available shop.itrwrestling.com is where you can get all your wrestling roast merch itrwrestling.com forward slash youtube where there's a ton of interviews uh, also check out our clips channel follow us at inside underscore the ropes on twitter and instagram itrwrestling.com forward slash facebook and follow us on twitch.tv forward slash inside the ropes and remember ITRWrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available, along with Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jen Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Bearcat Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, and Kenny McIntosh. Say it with me. A plethora of news. Oh my god, that's a plethora of news. Is also now available. Uh, Inside the Ropes magazine is now available. Trip ships worldwide. Just go to InsideTheRopesMagazine.com and order your copy today. And you can also smack our asses like a drum. Smack over my on ass Twitter like a drum. Uh, uh, at Ali also and me at that KJ guy. So, yeah. Uh, Ali, there's and, only and one thing gonna, left to He's going to forget to plug the tour because he's not wrote it down on his piece of paper. Oh, yes. The tour... Uh, July, folks. Chris Jericho. What dates? ITRTix.com. What dates? Get, get your... Huh? What dates in July? Don't look. Oh, you think... Hey, you don't think look. I don't why know Why are you this. cheating? Huh? You, you, I'm you not... How am I cheating? Put your hands up in the air when you're talking. How am I typing? You, you typing. I, my hands are up in the air. No, they're not up it's in the air. up in the air, Ollie. <laughs> you're such a liar. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... Why would I lie to you, Ollie? Why would Jeez. you lie to me? It's... it's yeah. It's the Jericho Chronicles. I know that because it's oh, right. 4th yeah. of July in Glasgow, 5th of July in Belfast, and 6th of July in, in London, Ollie. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. I Do you remember? I used to do that stuff on Instagram. So, yeah, I remember. So, I remember from back in the day. Are, are there still tickets oh, available, back. KJ? Yeah, there are. Duh. 
there are tickets available. Uh, the the demo god VIP experience in in uh, is is all sold out. But we still have VIP experience and general admission. So so definitely, and they're they're selling out quite fast apparently. Ooh. So yeah. So get your tickets today, ladies good. and gentlemen. Uh, Chris yeah. Jericho will uh, sign your bills and will personalize things yeah. if you ask him. Unlike yeah. other certain even people. if you. Even if you have a 1991 uh, baseball card or something, yeah, he will uh, sign baseball cards. Sign yeah. yeah, 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 whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> hockey cards. His dad used to play hockey. Um, yeah. So, Ali, one thing left to say: I love you, Ali. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Have a good bye. week. Bye. bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.